You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your host, Michael C., back with another installment of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we seek to explore everything pertaining to the uh, what I like to refer to now as the wife-centric, female-centric lifestyle, uh, be it hot-wifing, cuckolding, stag-vixen, uh, also with some of the, uh, the interracial lifestyle thrown in for good measure, since that's what yours truly happens to be a, a part of. So what I have for you today, I'm actually down at Splash Mocha in Atlanta. Uh, love this event. I know many of you listening, well, some of you listening have, have been before. Uh, it's, 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 it's something that everybody should try at least once. And I'm joined by two guys I've known for, for a while. Um, finally been able to wrangle them together. I mean, I didn't have them on, uh, you know, on my China Shop episode. So first I want to introduce my man who I've known the longest, which is my man uh, Craig. Mr. East Coast, you know what I'm saying? Uh, why don't you say what's up to my listeners? What's up, everybody? How y'all out there doing? You know what I'm saying? I guess I should have asked if it's cool to use your government name. <laughs> well, well, I can know, edit it out. No, you know, Craig, that's not my real name. Okay, well, cool. That's yeah, the, so, yeah, But yeah. yeah, Craig McKinney, yep. Okay. And my man, is it cool to use your Oh, yeah, go okay, ahead. Okay, so my, my, my brother Mike over here, why don't you say what's up to the people? What's going on? It's Mike Jones, not... Not Michael C. You know, yeah. people get it mixed up all the time. But, you know, it's a lot of mics. But uh, yeah, how's everybody out there doing? That's what's up. That's what's up. No, I, I was I was telling him I've actually, like I said, I've, I've known Craig for mad long. Pretty much when I first moved up to Jersey back in what was that 2011. That, that yeah, that very first New Year's, I went to a New Year's Eve party. It was like a hotel takeover party, and that's where I ran into him at. Yeah. Man, I've known him ever since. You know what I'm saying, and I was saying it's funny. Because with Mike, I'd been aware of him for a minute because we're both on Black to White. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yep, and yep, you were one yep. of the more prolific posters on there. And I just remember laughing because you'd always have like this sign with your name on it. And you was always making chicks pose with the sign. You know I mean? I'm like, who is this dude crisscrossing the country with a piece do. of paper? You know what I mean, in, in like every flick. So eventually it got to the point where I connected the dots. And I was like, oh, okay, that's this cat. So anyway, I, I, I do have a, a, a you know a bit of a history with these dudes. Real cool dudes. I mean, anybody I know that deals with them speaks very highly of them. So I was like, yeah, these are the kind of cats that I'm saying that I definitely want to have on a on a, on a, on a China shop. Right. So since you immediately to my right, uh, Craig, I'll start with you. When did this lifestyle, like like the thought of it, first pop into your head? Like like you uh, you look at it like this. Like there's a day where you know nothing about this, and then something happens, and then the next day you're aware of it. Like, whatever it is that happens, somebody mentioned it to you, you stumble across something online. Like, how did this <laughs> lifestyle first pop into your head? Uh, mine is, is, is a journey, man. It's a, it's a well, it's got to start somewhere. <laughs> so, so what happened was um, I, I moved back. I was living in Hawaii, and I moved back to, to New York, and um, it was around the time of AOL. So I got hit up. And, and I started, that's when a lot of people was doing just like little websites, amateur web, you know, right. stuff, cam girls and it. And so uh, this 
I got a call one day from this chick. Was like, "Yo, uh, so and so is coming up to New York for a party to Rochester." He's like, "Yo," and, and he wants to know if you want to go. I was like, "Yeah, I'm down for a party. Cool. It's only sixty miles away, you know." And, uh, and what kind of party did you think it was? Well, I, I had no idea at this point. You know, she just was like, so I was just like, "Well, you know, I'll go." Yeah, she was like, "Well, I got to tell you what kind of party it is." Okay. <laughs> I was like, and she told me, I was like, "Are you serious?" Because I had been watching it, and I was like, yeah. damn, I'd love to get into something like this, you know? And then she told me, I was like, yeah, I'll go check it out. You know, if I don't like it, I don't like it. So I went and ended up having fucking, like, seven, seven, seven women that night, and it was some girls who was doing cam stuff there. So, um, but that's how I started into what, at that point, was a little bit of the lifestyle. But then, fast forward a couple years, uh, I moved to Vegas, and... Um, me and my ex had broke up, so I was like, you know, I need to do something. And I heard about this club called Red Rooster. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, damn, I want to check this out. But I couldn't get my heart up to do it, man. <laughs> I drove by Red Rooster, like, for a month straight every <laughs> weekend. I was like, I don't know. Can I go in? Can I go in? One day I was just like, fuck it. All right, I'm going. And uh, I went inside, had a good time, left. But then how I found what the I see now is the lifestyle, um, one of the girls who I knew from AOL added me to a swingers group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And that's how I branched out. And that's where how I met you okay. was, was through that group. Oh, so that group let you know about the party. Right. Okay, that's right. what's up. And that's how I found the lifestyle from there, how I know it now. Because I started out just, just doing amateur shit, man. Mm -hmm. And then it transferred all the way to what now I know is the lifestyle. That's what's up. That's the same question right, to you, up? brother. Like, when it first entered your airspace. <laughs> so, uh, it's crazy. You left Hawaii. It happened to me in Hawaii. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> this is like uh, 2010, maybe. 2010. I've always been fucking, you know, uh, a little freaky little yeah. horn dog all the time anyway. <laughs> but never, you know, with couples. You know, I find a girl, you know, we're going to yeah. do whatever. And I was uh, down in Waikiki at the bar, you know, sitting there watching a uh, football. It was some sporting event. I don't know exactly. So me and this guy, we just chopping it up. You know, white guy, you know, and, you know, cool, good, you know, yeah. cool guy. We just talking sports. Mm -hmm. We talking about this and that or whatever. And he asked me, <laughs> this was, he said, yo, uh, I'm going to ask you something. I said, yeah, what's going on, man? He said, would you fuck my wife? <laughs> I said, but the wife wasn't with him. Right, that was weird. Yeah, it was just, you and it was just me and him. And I'm looking around. I'm like, ain't no wife, ain't no wife here. <laughs> I'm like, because I didn't ran into some stuff. But you know, single guy out there, I didn't ran some stuff. Dude, say he got a girl or yeah. a guy acting like a girl, and you get this, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but I was like, I guess I don't. I, I never, <laughs> never. He didn't have a picture of her. It was so crazy. So, uh, and I was only out there for like, uh, I was out there for something on vacation or something. I was only out there for like a week. Mm. So he said, hey, you know, we're going to be down at, um, you know, the beach, blah, blah, blah. We go down there after work and we just chill out. He was like, why don't you come out? Here's my number, you know, and uh, y'all can introduce you to her. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I ain't doing nothing anyway. Yeah. Let's see what it's about. But I was still skeptical because the only, only thing <laughs> right? I've seen is the dude, yeah. right? So uh, I, I get there. I park in a little parking lot. I text him. I say, hey, man, I'm parked in the park. He's like, oh, yeah, so come down. You know, come down this walkway. 
come down here. We always got this little spot back here. It's like so it's like this dead tree that then fell over on the beach. <laughs> He's he like, yeah. So I'm sitting there, but the way he was explaining it to me. I was talking to him on the phone so he can see me come. So when I looked up, I saw him. So it wasn't a point where I yeah. could like, I'm out yeah. because he already didn't see me. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, shit. So I keep on walking. He's like, yeah, come on. Once again, it's just him. He got the case of beer. He got the towel out. They just, we just, he just chilling. Mm. He was like, oh, Mike, come on, sit down, have a seat, man. Let's talk. But I was like, this shit's getting skeptical. Like, <laughs> oh, man, where the lady at? Right? He's like, oh, she, she getting ready to get off work. So she calls him. She gets in the parking lot. She calls him. And uh, she, he's like, she finna come down now. I'm like, finally. Yeah. I turn around. When I say beautiful, oh my goodness, beautiful. I'm like, this is real. <laughs> right, this is this is real. This is really happening. So she come down and we just talk normal. We ain't talking yeah. about sex. Yeah. We're not talking about. We just normal conversation. He said, hey man, we finna get out of here. We'll holler at you later. I was like, all right, cool. He was like, I I, t- I keep in contact. I let you know something. Ten minutes later, phone call. I only think it was ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Hey, she wants you. So I guess, you know, yeah, their dynamic talk, yeah. is they had to talk or whatever. And after that, they came to the hotel room and he, he sat back, took pictures or mm-hmm. whatever. And it was just me and her. And, you know, the way she, you know, I thought I was going to be a little nervous about it, but mm-hmm. she was so fucking hot. I was <laughs> just like, it was just, I was like zoomed in on her. I didn't even know he was back. There. I didn't even know I had the capability of like, just like focusing on him with a man back here, her man, like. So and that was you learned a lot about yourself. Oh yeah, and that was that was that's what got me into it. And after that, I was I like to say I was a peacock. Y'all let me fly. Y'all yeah, let me fly. yeah, that's 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 when you start going down the rabbit hole. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So when you first got into it, did you like from that moment? Did you stay in it, or did you like bounce back and do like the vanilla thing for a while and then come back to it, or was it like for you from that moment? Was you like, oh okay, and you've been consistently. So it wasn't like it was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, so I bounced well, back I mean, to the vanilla side. Yeah. You know, I dated a girl here and there. But at that point in time, like, I felt like, you know what? I want something more. Like, it got kind of boring. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and uh, kind of empty. Yeah, it can be empty. And I was like, and I asked her, I'm like, hey, have you ever thought about doing this or that? She's like, oh, you know, she, no, that's tap. No, I don't do that. It's just, and I was like, you know, just try it, you know? But she wasn't, she wasn't about to have it. So, I mean, we, we departed on, you know, you know, we were amicable about right. it, you know, and you know, nothing big. And after that, I was like, I need a little bit more than just I'm dating you and we just together. And, you know, so I started reaching out to people and I started looking on websites and try to find clubs here or little spots here. And I don't know, some of the connections I got now, I don't even know how <laughs> right. like I got them. But after right. a period of time, you realize that the community is not as big as you would think, you run into it's not the, as big as swinging. Yeah, it's not, it's not, because you can run. I, I know you. I, my first splash was, I think, Atlanta. Here, I think, mm-hmm. maybe I don't remember. Right before the pandemic, yeah, yeah, that was my first one yeah. too. And I met a couple that I just hooked up with in Naughty and Orleans because I live in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But we hooked up some other type of way, and they just told me to meet them downtown. So I met them downtown before the actual event started. And then when I got to here, we were looking at each other. I'm like, surprise. I'm like, where do I know you from? And we just looking at each other. And I was like, shit, New Orleans. We just, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and it just, paths keeps crossing everywhere. And it's like, you know, I got my Twitter going now. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's fun now, man. It's, it's, 
the journey has led me to somewhere where I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? No, ab- absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So the the other thing that I'm curious about to always get uh, Cat's perspective on is, you know, when you first start doing this, you kind of lone wolfing it, right? You know, you kind of you know you're meeting people on your own, you're finding people on your own, whatever, and then you discover the community part of it. You know what I'm saying where you start for, you know forming like friendships. Right. And like right. like real friendship. Like you're right. talking about yeah. the game, right. you're talking about life, right. you're talking about family, like real shit, but you just also have this added component. Like I ain't gotta lie to you what I did this weekend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We still talking about right. the same shit. So I'm curious, like when did you and I'll start with you, Craig, when did you find like, oh, there's some cool ass dudes that are involved in this as well that I can like kick it with and be friends with, like homies with, you know what I'm right. saying? When did when when did that part of it enter the equation for you? Man, you know, you know, to be honest with you, man, I, I, I kick it with a lot of dudes. I kick it with a lot of dudes. But the homie type shit a part, a part about it, man, is weird because I have some friends who are female that I really ride with. Right. You know, um, like the girl that I met you with, her name is Lisa. Mm-hmm. I call her mommy. Yeah, you know, I remember. We, we go to we go to parties and I call her mommy. And it's tripped out because people look and I'm like, "Mommy," and they're like, "Who the fuck got that kids here?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. But but I ride with her, man. I told her for 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 forever. She's a good chick, man. You know, and and I really, it's not that I'm not cool with any dudes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, man, it's just some girls that I that I've met and we just no sex or anything like that. Yeah. But it's just. You know, we, we, we look out for each other, right, you know, so, um, but it was from the minute that I started, actually, because she would pick me up from the airport. i fly into Harrisburg, right? and she'd pick me up at the airport, no questions asked, no nothing, stay at her house if I needed, she'd buy food, you know, she just took care of me, right. that's how she became mom. Yeah, I get it, you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. she looked out for you like mom's Right, work. and, and I, it just, something that, ha- that, that came off one day, I just said, mommy, and, and you know, it, it stuck. You know, and, and people know her mm-hmm. as mommy. You know, we go places, and they're like, oh, this is mommy. I'm like, no, don't say that's, no, my, that's my mommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't her that, you know? But man, but the community side of it, man, it really is. And this is the thing that I tell people about Splash Mocha is like, I come here and I see people that I may not have seen since the last Splash Mocha. And I, a lot of people, I don't even know their names, mm-hmm. but I recognize them like, hey, man, what's up? Give a pound, give a hug, and, and we ride, you know, and, and, the community thing for it is big to me, man. Yeah. It's, it's really big. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah, how about yeah. you, brother? Yeah, man. I mean, same thing. When you start off by yourself, you know, right. for me, it was weird because I'm still entering this new arena, mm. but it's just me. I'm like, how do I fit in? How do I do this or that? And I got to admit, like you were just saying, Craig, you know, when I got here in Atlanta, um, four years, whatever, how many years yeah, ago? It was about, yeah. And, um, that's what made me feel comfortable. It was the, 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 just the community aspect right. of it. We ain't even talking about sex. We ain't talking right. about nothing else. And it made me feel comfortable. Because another couple that I messed with out in uh, California, they the one told me about different events. So I went to an event, but they couldn't make it, mm-hmm. right? So now I'm expecting, like, oh, I can get with them. And then, you know, they can show me the ropes and tip. But they couldn't make it. So I'm like, I'm... I'm out here just swimming in the deep end now. What do I do? But, you know, everybody, you know, they just welcome you. They bring you in. And the best part about it, like, so what I noticed in the the vanilla world, that's another thing, like, I had to change up. The, the, uh, how would I say it? The envy, right? So you 
you may say, okay, I got my girl, we're going to do something or whatever. But if sometimes when people see you having a good time, mm-hmm. they get mad, right? Because they're not having a good time. Right. And then envy, jealousy, and stuff like that. I haven't experienced that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's on an even playing field. You know, I'm here for you. You here for me. We just here to enjoy each other. Because I always tell people, now, what's the point of being a lifestyle if you're still going to be stressed out? Mm-hmm. Like, I get enough stress in the real world. Right. Like, with my job. When I'm, yeah. If I'm at home, I want peace. I want tranquility. If I'm arguing with my girl because of this or that, what's the point of it? Like, shit, I can go argue with my boss any day. Right. Like, I need some peace. And that's what's gotten me. The community is beautiful. I mean, I can go talk to people about anything. Like you said, you make friends. It's like family. Yeah. I go to people's house. We have cookouts. You, you can chill, watch the game together. And if sex happens later on, it yeah. does. And if yeah. not, hey, I'll Hung see you out. next weekend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had a good time. Let's go, you know, ride out later on. So uh, I've enjoyed it. Like I say, I have no complaints. You know, I met some amazing people like your guys. Man, I met some people. That I mean, I can go call friends for life now, you know. And Absolutely. There's people I went to high school with I don't even talk no more with. So, you know, the community aspect of it, man, I appreciate it. I mean, to welcome me in and, you know, I've the funny number thing, gratitude. Man, funny thing is uh, talk about the community. It's, it's times where you think about stuff that could happen to you. And there's times where I would rather go to somebody in the lifestyle. Oh, yeah. People that I've met in the lifestyle than a lot of my vanilla friends, man. Yeah, because you can, you can be honest. You know what I'm saying? You can be you can be honest about it. Right. But I want to get into something a little bit more personal, meaning these aren't the type of things that are going to apply to both of you. So for anybody who knows Craig, let me just set the scene for you. My man is sitting here in a Superman one <laughs> With the cape. With the cape. Okay. With the cape. And the saying? grip socks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got all my grip socks. Yeah. 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 And I sometimes affectionately, not, you know, because you've, you've been this way since I've known you, but uh, I often refer to you as, like, the clown prince of the lifestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you lean into the funny. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't seen you put your foot in your mouth a couple of times, but it don't right. stop you. I mean, you lean, you lean into the funny, and everybody that I know that hangs out with you always has a great fucking time. You always make people laugh. So I'm, I'm just kind of curious, did you bring that with you? Because I'm guessing that's just your personality. That's just me, man. But did you bring that into you right away or did you kind of were you more reserved when you first kept got in and said well let me be cool first and then or were you pretty much going ham from the from the gate no no i didn't go ham man you know what's interesting too though is uh about me if i don't know people i'm a lot more reserved mm-hmm. you know but once you meet me and once you get to know me then you know hey yeah you got crazy craig with my friend annie yeah. in, in florida called me crazy craig but um yeah, it's, it's just me, man. But once again, once they get to know people, get comfortable, it's going gonna, it's gonna to all come out. And, yeah, you know, yeah. like you said, whenever you, you, you play around, you're going to put your foot in your mouth every now and oh, then. Yeah. Somebody ain't going to like a joke yep, that yep. you say or something like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, you just got to keep moving. Hey, hey, I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to offend yeah. you. And just keep rolling, man. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm here to have fun. You know, and, and the sex ain't all of the fun. Exactly. So, you know, it's exactly. laughing and joking and, and, again, getting to know people, the community, and, and that's just me, man. I'm going to laugh and have fun all, until, until I can't no more. Cause, okay, because here's the thing. I, I, I can't remember who showed it to me, but I came across it. Vi- <laughs> you go. Is it TikTok? Is it TikTok? <laughs> well, it, was, it was a video of him hooping. Oh, I didn't see that one. It was a video of him hooping. 
And he was clowning as he was hooping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know five on five, four court. He <laughs> dishing and lay, I mean, you know, you know, you know, cranking ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's hooping. That yet. I'm about to see it. You got to see what else. He's like, he's like joking on the court. So, so I'm like, okay, this is just crazy. Is always turned up. Yeah. You know what I'm like, this ain't nothing to do with the life. It wasn't like he was hooping with lifestyle people. He just out there it's doing just his at thing. The gym is people in the stands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was out there acting a fool while he's hooping. He's still doing work. <laughs> But clowning at the same time, hey. so I was like, okay, this guy is just That's always, what's up, though. Hey. always, yeah. you, always. So, without what a question that I like to ask, you know, guys who I see is who get what being a bull is all about, and I get, I get it. Some people kind of bristle at that term. It doesn't bother me, and the reason why it doesn't bother me is I have a a, a BDSM background, right? And in BDSM, everything has labels. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. top, yeah. bottom, switch, daddy, little. You know what I'm saying? Rope, right. slut, rigor, like this, you know, all this, every, there's a title for everything. Yeah, like yep, if you went yep. to a conference center and it was a bunch of people from BDSM, everybody would have a, a name, you know, the thing on Who, what, what their yep, role yep, is yep, in the yep, lifestyle. Yep, yep, yep. So when I got into this and I saw the term bull, I was like, oh, okay, well, it's just, right. you know, it's just another term to help you identify who's who. You know what I mean, whatever. But it's one of those terms that anybody can claim. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing, and one of the things that I always say on my podcast that I tell couples is there's a big difference between a bull and a guy that just wants to fuck your wife. Yeah. Yeah. You know yep. I'm saying? So my question to both of y'all is when did you start to realize that there's a difference? When did you start to realize that, okay, there's a methodology to this shit, a way you go about it. You know what I'm saying? That separates you. And when, and the second part of that question is when did you settle on Okay, this is my particular brand. In yeah, other words, yeah. this is how I'm going to present myself to this community. I am this type of person, and I'm always going to be consistent with the type of person I am. I'll start with you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, I remember the first person, first couple asked me, they were like, "Are you a bull?" I was like, "Like I said, I'm neutral. I'm like, I don't know what a bull is. What are you, what are you talking about?" She was like, "Oh, you got this and that," and they were talking. And I was like, "So they wanted somebody that's going to control." The relationship mm-hmm. like a dominant aspect yeah of it. control the 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 everything tell the, tell the husband what to do you know put him in his place no you do this you do that and you know that was me for a little while but you know i changed over time like i don't you know for me i don't i don't feel like paying that much attention to you know forcing him to do this or forcing him right. to do that so for me i'm more or less like a i always say i like a chameleon you know i'm going to adapt to the environment or whoever I'm with. I always ask her, so the first, first question I always ask, what, what are y'all dynamics? Right. What do y'all, what are your expectations? Because some of them want you to do some stuff that's like, hey, you know, yeah. I'm not slapping your man. No, that ain't, that ain't happening. It's like, they no, want, I need they you, want to, you to. They want yeah. you to choke him out. Yeah, they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need you to, like, go and, like, he, he's like, yeah, I had one. He's like, he's going to have his cage. I just need you to just, like, kick it. I'm like, I'm not, no, I like my nuts. He's a man still. I'm not going to kick him in his nuts. But, you know, some people are like that. And for me, I'm more or less, like, like I said, I'm going to go with whatever your dynamic is if we are meeting on the same plane. Some, you know, some people just got to say, you know, that's not me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't go with that, you know? So, but, um, for the most part, you know, I'm just going to chill. I'm going to have a good time with whatever we've agreed on and we feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So 
If you say, hey, I want a bull, I say, well, what is your definition? And, you know, some of these people that use the term bull, they're, they got different. Each group or each couple may have a different aspect on what they want as a bull. Mm-hmm. So I say, well, where, where, where are you at? And then we see if we meet on the same page, and then we roll from there. That's what's up. So what would you say your, your brand is? It? Like, me, like what me, separates you from the average guy that's yeah. in this lifestyle? So me, I'm a more or less... So y'all see me around, you know, I, I love everybody. I invite everybody to something. So me, I'm, my brand is straight up. I'm going to dominate you. But at first I'm going to make you feel like a princess. Mm. Oh, you, you, a queen, you everything else. But once we get in the bedroom and yeah. we get to going, Oh, this is my show. <laughs> this ain't, this ain't for you. This is, we going to, we going to take care of, we need to take care of him. at the end. You're going to lay there and you're going to be tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to look at your man and I'm going to say, all right, mm-hmm. go clean it up. You're welcome. There you go. You had she had a good time, but that's me. You know, I'm gonna make her feel good no matter what. Mm-hmm. She gonna feel good, and you know, I, at the same time, I mean, I ain't trying to say I'm not the average. You know, what I'm saying size may be a little different. So some people I've been turned down before, or they got to stop. They're like I can't take it. We can't do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, we good, we good. I understand. But if you tell me give it to you, you gonna get it, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna stop in, until you stop saying stop. Mm-hmm. And if you keep saying stop, I'm going to keep going, go. Because stop means go. Mm-hmm. Until, you know, until we, so that's me. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you feel good. But at the end of the day, it's about, did you, did you tap out or not? Because mm-hmm. you're going to tap out. <laughs> if you don't tap out, we're going we gonna to keep going. We're going to keep going until you, 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 all right, I'm done. Stop, stop. Okay. I, you've had enough punishment. <laughs> yeah. You asked for it, though. You know, that's yeah. my thing. That's what they want. And then sometimes, you know, with certain people, it's a more sensual thing. Mm-hmm. But that's just. You know those individual people, but yeah. that's what's up. That's what's up. How about you, Craig? Same question to you, brother. Um, <clears throat> it's funny. I have you know I have the cuckold group, mm-hmm. and uh, this has come yeah. up once or twice in there. Um, the the term bull, I'm kind of indifferent mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. It's not offensive to me in any way. Mm-hmm. You know, but you won't see me running around saying, "Yeah, I'm a bull. I'm a yeah. bull." That's that's not that's not me. As we just discussed, I'm more of a person that's just gonna laugh and joke and have a good time. Right. But as he said, I like how you used it to term chameleon. You can you yeah. can adapt to whatever that other person or couple is, is looking for, yep, you know. Yep. Now I've done the whole thing for the whole gambit from just hot wife to stag vixen, mm-hmm. cut cuckold relationships and, and again you could be a chameleon along the whole line. But I'm gonna be consistent with me. And have fun, laugh, joke, <laughs> and 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 just you know do again. However, it is we can make sure that they have a good time and, and what's going on. Right. So y'all, you, so y'all, y'all, y'all gave me a, a segue because this is a question I'm always curious about. At some point in your journey in this, you start to realize that okay, there are couples that play this way, and then there are couples that play that way. Meaning they're you know, you stag vixen, hot wife type couples, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you have cuckold couples. And you don't know the difference in the beginning. It's through experience right, and encountering right. them and that you start to see that, okay, this, this is different. Now, for me, it was a little different because my first experience ever in a lifestyle was with a cuckold couple. I knew nothing about cuckolding. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I mean, I'm playing, and I've shared this story on my podcast before, but I'm playing, and one of them called me sir, 
And in my head, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, like, just yeah, come? yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm tripping. I ain't here, sir. <laughs> It's and then like a couple minutes, yeah. Right. And then a couple minutes later, I heard it again. Yeah. I was like, okay, I know I heard it that time. Yeah. <laughs> why, why the fuck would they call me? They, they older than me. Yeah. Like yeah. The, they think I'm in military or something. Like, yeah. This is what I'm saying to myself as I'm fucking like, why they call me sir? What's that sir shit? But I like the way they were responding to me, mm-hmm. like just yeah. how agreeable. Hey, get over there and do that. And I was having fun with like, hey, you try that. And just now you know what the fuck I was doing, but that's <laughs> what I was doing. And then after that experience. I go home and I get on the computer and I just start going down that rabbit hole. And yep, yep, got, yep. That's how I started learning more about cuckolding. So what I'm curious about with y'all is when did you start to see that that there was a, a difference? Because like one of the things that I say, and you both said a key word, which is, and I think the guys that see themselves as like really, really high quality dudes, being adaptable is a big part of it. Yes. That, yeah. that chameleon, yes. being able to take what they yeah. want, still being within your own comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And being able to to freak it take the, so that they get what they want, but you're still staying true to yourself. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I look at it like, almost like cars. Like you have two identical Mustangs, right? One is a, one is a manual, one is an automatic. If you can drive the manual... You know what I'm saying? You can you can drive the automatic all day. Right. But if all you know how to drive is the automatic, you're going to struggle yeah, in yeah, the manual, yeah. meaning it takes a different skill set to drive a stick. And that's kind of how I look at cuckolding versus cuckold couples versus like a stag vixen couple. Like if you can deal with a cuckold couple, you yeah, can yeah, deal yeah, with yeah, a stag vixen couple. Like that's an easy transition. Whereas if you're more comfortable dealing with stag vixen couples, then dealing with a cuckold couple might throw you off mm-hmm. because it requires a different skill set. So my question to y'all is, when did you start to see, like, oh, shit, there's, there's a difference here. Like, I can be this way with this couple, but with this couple, you know, I can do different things. But I got to be careful because the things that I do with this cuckold couple, if I try to bring that over here, mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. might be problems. Yep, yep. Like, over here, I can tell her husband to make me a drink. Over here, I'm going to ask him to make me right, a drink. Yeah, right. yeah, you know yep. what I'm saying? So when did you start to realize that, okay, there's a, there's a, there's a difference there? Craig, I'll let you, you go first with that. You know, you know it's funny, man, because um, as, as you mentioned, the history between us. Yeah. The first uh, soiree into, into the, the BDSM kind of relationship, you know, was with you mm. in, in New Jersey with Trish. Yeah. You know, and, and, and having that. But um, I think that... that Watching, because I've watched a lot in in the 20-plus years I've been doing this, man. I've watched a lot and seen things, you know. Mm -hmm. And I've been in situations where a a stag vixen or a hot wife couple, the husband will say, no, you know, going off and be like, no, you're not going to talk to me that way. You're not going to treat me that way, you know. Um, And not to say that it's bad or anything. You just you learn the the parameters of what their relationship is. Right. So sitting back and watching and reading a little bit. um, That's how I kind of learned how. And then when you talk to the couples, you, you say, hey, you know, what are you into? You know, are you into this? Are you into that? Rather than just mm-hmm, treating mm-hmm. everybody equally. The same, right. And then, because then you really going to put your foot in your mouth. Oh, yeah. You know, so you, you you talk to the couples, you find out what their dynamic is, and then you look at the couples, you watch them, yep, how they yep. interact and everything. It's kind of like we was talking about in the lobby earlier. Yeah. You know, how uh, a woman approached him, mm-hmm. and um, he said he, he wanted to know, where's your husband? Where's your husband? But to me, the first thing that popped in my mind was, yes, I'll engage. 
because her dynamic with her husband might be where I don't need to tell him anything. I don't need to do this. We're here obviously together. Mm -hmm. Well, I shouldn't say obviously, but we're here together. And, you know, there are some couples I've talked to. I don't have to ask him anything. Yep. Yep. Or, or the couple will, well, the husband will be like, nope, you have to ask her. Yeah. Yep. You know, so that, that, that's how I learned a lot of how to treat different couples and, and interact with them. Mm-hmm. And then the farther we along we got, cause I think when we first started, it wasn't, there wasn't no hot wife no. stag vixen. Mm-hmm. It was just, you were a couple yep. and then you learned how they wanted to interact. And I think as I grew in the lifestyle and as these different labels kind of grew, you kind of adapted to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, you mentioned, you mentioned it earlier, um, about the the, the the telegram group that you, you know that you have and like that's one thing that you and I have in common we both have this passion for you know what I'm saying for for, right. for cuckolding you know what I'm saying like it's something that we lean into right more um i've shared the story about uh what it is about cuckolding specifically but even more in general, the lifestyle that I like so much is, it's not even the sexual part of it. It's I love how these men treat their wives. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I mean, like, that's the part that I like. Like, I, I, my, my personal background is, you know, growing up in the 70s, a lot of misogyny, you know, a lot of uncles and cousins who were dogs. Right. I mean, you know, mom and aunts who were not treated well. and. Right. Motherfuckers not standing up and doing yep, what yep, they needed yep. to do and going to the type of school where all of my friends were from single parent homes. I yep. mean, so I've had this movie playing my entire life of men not doing well by their women. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some men that I love, you know, uncles, right. friends, dad, you know what I'm saying? So when I started learning about this and it's like, wow, so this is what a woman is capable of doing when she's supported, encouraged love you know what I'm saying like when all of that positive stuff is put into her and seeing what they can become mm-hmm. so that's my real attraction to it all so I'm just kind of curious what I wanted to ask you was what is it specifically about cuckolding that draws you to it because like I said the sex is fleeting in all of this you mm-hmm. I mean like sex is not the thing that's keeping us all <clears throat> yeah, locked exactly, in exactly. it's fun and when it happens it happens and we have a great time doing it but if that's all there is, no, you're gonna, it's gonna, like you said, it's yeah. going to get boring. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what is it about those dynamics that that strikes that chord in you? Um, I, th- I think it's the power aspect of it, man. Mm. The power is very powerful. Yeah. You know, to see the woman in an in a FLR, well, female relationship, right. you know, um, it, it's it's a powerful thing, man. You know, it's, it's a powerful thing. I was, um, you know, Herbie and Gemma. You know, it, to see the dynamics, uh, and, and it's not just um, abusive. Right. You know, right. it's not an abusive relationship. It's done out of love. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I do, um, I know the couples who the husband might be forced by mm-hmm. ex, you know, but it's not something that, he, he's not a bi right. man, but the love of I do anything for my queen, mm-hmm. you know, the power of it is, is, is the dynamic is just wonderful, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And on that, you know, I don't know. Er, I know her being him. And when you, if you're on the outside looking in, and you really don't know, mm-hmm. you would think like, man, she's abusive to him. She this or that. That man loves her. He, he will give her, yep. her 
the world. Yep. And he tells me, like, that's my queen. Yeah. If she wants it, I'm going to give it to her. her. So when you mentioned that, Mike, like, to the point where these men, you know, and, and Cuckoo is not, you know, my biggest, that's not my wheelhouse. Right. You know, I enjoy it, you know, when I do. <laughs> but when you talk about just looking at the woman and she is supported and loved and, like, given the world, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. But if you're on the outside looking at you, like, what, what is this about? Right. And, you, and you make judgments mm-hmm. and you're not really fully thinking about or even taking the, the, the time to actually assess like exactly what this is about. If you, I, my, my biggest thing is if you don't know something, don't judge, just go ask mm-hmm. because you can get the answer that you want instead of making assumptions and then you may think something and it's like, that's not, no, that's not, this, that's what this is about. So right. it's, it's good comments, bro. It's good comments. Man. I was in, I was in Hito last year and you know, I had to hat on make cuck holding great again. And uh, there was a couple sitting next to me and the gentleman made a remark to his wife you see his hat yeah i don't know why anybody would ever want to do that because you don't understand it yeah you know you don't understand everything it's it's a it's a powerful dynamic man it's a, it's a wonderful dynamic and again i mean the, most cucks that i that i know of they would like you said do anything anything for their woman to make her happy mm-hmm. you know and it's it's, it's i i enjoy just hanging around them man no, it's it's their energy is definitely dope. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. shifting gears a little bit and talking more about like me and Mr. Damien talk about it sometimes. Uh, Mr. Mocha, uh, bullshit, shit that bulls talk about. You know what I'm saying, people that know me know I like to share. Like I said, when I met Craig, I had my slave with me. She's been with me twelve years now. You know what I'm saying this is a woman who I love with all my heart. I'm saying, if I can share her, yeah, yeah, I got no problem. I mean, sharing any of the, the wives that I deal with, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not, I'm not possessive like that. And not only do I share, but I share my top shelf. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the the best that I got, I, I share them just as much as anybody. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of curious. Are you known as a person? And be honest, are you known as a person that? Oh, that he he looks out. Like, you'll, you'll pick up the phone and be like, yo, I got a couple that's going to be in so-and-so and such and such. And such. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to put her with a good dude. Or, yo, yeah, I got yeah. a, a wife coming. She likes two, three dudes. Let me get on the horn and call up a couple dudes that I know. Or are you more this yeah. mine over here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if you are the type that shares, are you even more aware of the guys that don't like selfish motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. What, what lane would you yeah. say you in? I start with you, Mike. Yeah. So me, you know, I, I'm gonna share my legs like I share my liquor. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you straight up like that. Y'all know. I mean, I had a room, and I. To me, it's not about just oh, this is mine. This is mine. Why not? Why not? Why not allow each person? Now, there's certain guys that I know aren't worthy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, of being, definitely. I'm not going. So my thing is when I recommend a couple. To I mean you know recommend a guy to a couple I'm putting my name on the line absolutely and that's the biggest thing so guys I know that are traveling hey I'm finna go to Vegas or I'm going to Miami or I'm going here hey you know anybody I say oh yeah let me reach out to such and such and then I'm like hey my boy coming through or whatever why don't y'all you know show him a good time or whatever but I, some of them I know by you know other people mm-hmm. and we've never really met and then some of them I know that we've talked and chopped it up before and I tell them straight up I say listen here man. If you fuck up my name, <laughs> I promise you, you will never 
Mm-hmm. Like, cause I'm putting my name on the line at the same time. Absolutely. But I, I'm back. I'm I'm up. <laughs> it's a different mentality. But back in the day when you say ain't no ain't no fun, the homies can't have none. Yeah. My thing is it's set. It's like that, but it's not. To the you know the thought process back then, yeah. like oh yeah, we gonna run a train on this. <laughs> then then there's no respect for the woman. Yeah, absolutely. My thing is this: I'm gonna respect them. I'm respect the woman. So you know, I, I'm gonna share. I'm not a. Now back in the day, I used to have some top notches. I'm like, man, I want to get. <laughs> yeah. But right. but your second question is, when you do, do you notice the ones you notice it? Oh, it, they stick you out. know, or you got the ones that feel like it's a competition, mm-hmm. like especially like summertime. I mean, I, I ain't even gonna lie. I get tired of seeing so many dick pics in the fucking chat room. Oh, I got to show my dick. I got to yeah. show. <laughs> like, believe me, I even asked some of the ladies. I said, I was like, do you get tired? Of-? I'm telling you fellas right now, the ladies get tired of seeing dicks. They don't want to open up the chat room and see fucking 50 dicks. They got to mm-hmm. roll through 50 dicks before they can say, they, you know what? It's not a competition. Yeah, you can tell the guys that think it's a competition. You see it, you know they yeah. or they. Oh man, I got to post a picture with her. I was with her. Oh no, I don't want to shit. No, that's my girl. And it, you know, but teach his own. But you know, I'm not big on that. You know, this is mine. Nobody else. Because then at the end of it, especially when you're dealing with couples, mm. she's not yours. She's not yours, yeah. she's not yours <laughs> she's not at yours. all. You yeah. know, I don't right. know if you guys know um, Rand and Jen. Out in uh, North Carolina, you know, we 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 good people. You right. know, they've been here before, whatever. But she had a, you know, you know, a, a, a friend or whatever, and she calls me up. She say, Mike, you know, I've been kicking with this guy or whatever, and um, he starts sending her text messages on the side. Now, these couples, they share text messages. They're like, right. they not nobody's. Oh, I'm 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 reading my text over, and so he starts making you know comments about. Right. You know, why don't we be together? Yeah, and all this yeah, other yeah. stuff. He lost his place, yeah. lost his mind. And I said, she said, what should I do? I said, say, bye bye. Don't talk to me anymore, mm-hmm. and don't answer any more texts. Yeah, that's it. That's when you you cut it off right then. Yeah, do me a favor, just lose my number. That, exactly. Yeah. And if he texts you again, just block it and whatever. Mm-hmm. But you got those, you got individuals that get into that mindset like, oh, she gonna be mine. Mm-hmm. She's not yours, man. They are married. They've been together for years, and they're adding a dynamic. To yeah. their relationship. And the first thing you have to do is respect a relationship. And when you respect a relationship, you kind of like, I'm not saying you know your place, but you know your yeah, place. Yeah, you stay in your lane. You stay in your lane. Yeah. You know, they can have you over and you can have a good time. You can meet aunties and uncles and you can cook and y'all can do everything else. But at the end of the day, that's his wife. Mm-hmm. And you are a dynamic. But enjoy it. Don't fuck it up. Don't, try, you know, and I see people, they Here's fuck the it thing. up 24-7. Here's the thing that trips me out about, about what you said. When I see... Dudes fall into that trap of oh I want I want her to be mine my my mindset is always and I might be wrong but my mindset is always like are you in high school like are you because really what you're doing is you falling in love with the pussy right exactly because I mean exactly. I'll be honest like right. for all the wives that I've been dealing with I've been in this lifestyle for 25 years ask yourself how many of them have you dealt with when they were really in a bad mood right exactly how many have you dealt with when they were on a period. How many of you dealt with when she had a bad day at work? Like, for all I know in your personal life, you might be a bitch. Yep. Like, real talk. Like, you might right. be you might be an angry type, but I don't know that because I'm only seeing you when you're feeling good and horny and, right. and, think, and y'all are in a good... I don't know how you argue. I don't know how you fight. 
I mean, people can be different when they fight. Yep, right? yep, I mean, yep. some people, they want to get that knife and dig and get personal and <laughs> right? hit your sore, sensitive spots. You're like, oh, yeah. You know I have a good relationship with my mom. Why you got to go there? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And so when I see these dudes falling, I'm like, dude, you don't even really know her like exactly, that. Like, exactly. you know, like, 30% of her. Mm-hmm. And yet you want her to be yours? Like, are you that blown away by the sex? And then I think the other aspect of it is, like... I use the word slut a lot. Mm-hmm. It's for me it's a very empowering word. You know, it's it's a sexually empowered woman. That's what it means to me. And that's what I've tried to convey, you know what I'm saying, through my through my podcast. But I feel like a lot of these guys like it's easy to I guess to meet a woman who's already there mm-hmm. versus finding someone who's not there and building her up to kind of you know, to be one and be that sexually open-minded and, you know, willing to explore. And I think a lot of dudes, they want the ready-made thing because they don't know how to make it their own. Right. I mean, they don't know how to find it their own and and create it and... Cultivate it. Right, create an atmosphere where she feels comfortable exploring that way. So they want what somebody else has already built. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think that's what makes it so easy for them to get caught up. Like, oh, she's open-minded and I can do this with her and I can do that with her. But that's not yours. Yeah, yeah, that's not his wife. Exactly. I mean, exactly. there's plenty of women out there. It is like it, it always kills me because, like I said, when you know, when I met Craig, you know, we had a lifestyle party. I had, dude, I had my slave on a leash, walking around like this is who I am. This is what we are. Maybe this is your first time encountering that, so you can talk to us and find out what's real versus what you see online. Exactly. I mean, and, you know, dudes, so dudes would hit me up all the time, like, yo, man, I would love to have a sub, or I would love to have a slave. Can you you show me how to find one? I'm like, dude, if I got to show you how to find one, you ain't ready to (laughs) have one. Because I can close my eyes, spin around three times, and throw a rock, and I'm going to hit a submissive woman. I mean, not because I have any kind of extra perception, but you learn the conversations to have, and... Mm -hmm. And, and things to pick out and right. read body language right. and stuff like that. Like, they're not going to walk around with a, a S <laughs> on their forehead that say sub. You know what I mean? But if you pay attention. You'll find Yeah, if you ask the right questions. Yeah, if you ask the right questions, you can find them. And I'm sure y'all both are. Not, it's not hard. Not, especially not hard at all. in this it's end not. of the lifestyle that we in. Yeah. Right. Man, not there's plenty all. of women you come across where in every other facet of their life, they are in charge, yep. dominant, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But they when they're around you, they want it. They want it. Dude, they knees dropped, heads bowed, collar on, you know, everything. And it's like, oh, okay. So when I meet dudes and they, oh, can you help me find, dude, honestly. And I've told them this. Like, if I got to help you find one, you ain't ready. You, right. you got to keep studying. Right. Yep. Keep studying. Because right. eventually you're going to get to the point where it's like, oh, I don't need my gut. Now, if you have one and you want my advice on, hey, how can I, what things can you tell me to help me cultivate this? And, oh, I'm, I'm more than happy to help yeah, with that. Yeah. I mean, because I understand that there's really no manual for this mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. So if I can help you through the experience that I've gained, I'm more than happy to do that. Because I had, you know, an older cat look out for me early in the right. lifestyle. All I right. called him Unk. You know what I'm saying? Older dude kind of schooled me. Each one, teach one. Yeah. Because exactly, exactly. Like with me exploring that dominant range, like I said before, I come from a background of misogyny and, and domestic abuse and all that. So to me... Dominance was always abusive, mm-hmm. like men who thought they were dominant. Oh, it's my house. I'm the king of my castle. My wife going to have dinner on the table, blah, blah, blah. She she ain't going to do nothing unless I tell, like, that, that's what it always was to me. Mm-hmm. And so to find out that I got turned on by 
calling women sluts and slapping them on their face with my dick or spanking them or flogging them. I was like, oh, shit, am I going to be like those men right. that I grew up watching? Mm-hmm. So I was, like, terrified of it. And then the old head that I came across was like, he schooled me. He was like, he helped me understand the importance of consent. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and how, right. and like how that's the, the pillar of right. all of right. this shit is, hey, man, if a woman enjoys being called a slut, then not only is it okay for you to call her one, but you're actually making her, making feel, her feel good. good. You're yep. doing something exactly. that she enjoys. You know what I'm saying? And so once I got the consent part of it, like, once I connected those wires, then it was like, okay, cool, I can do this. Right. You know I mean? Because at the end of the day, you're making them feel good. Now, like, like, like Mike was saying before, from the outside looking in, right. you know, it might be like, yo, this, what's, what's, what's up with this dude? Like, I remember I was at a party, and my slave was playing, and we was in full tilt. You know, I'm like, oh, you ain't shit, you fuck toy, you gonna serve all these motherfuckers in here. And this girl who never met me happened to come in the party at that time. And that's what she saw. Cause I ran into her later. She's like, yeah, when I saw you the first time, I didn't like you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's like, I didn't like, I'm just a random dude right. at the party, just treating women like this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I've, I've literally had people at parties try to rescue my slave. Like they'll pull her into the bathroom. Like, <laughs> like you don't have to do this. <laughs> like, like you don't have to stand by and let him treat you like this. Like, like, really? Like, I'm on some caveman shit. Really? Just I like over the head. <laughs> but that's the, that's the ignorance home. of it. That's the right. ignorance exactly. of it. Just ask a question. It's funny, though, man, because uh, you, you got your unk. Yeah. I have, I have a girl who, who led me down this road. I mean, again, obviously, again, you were the first person I had ever seen with the slave, yeah. and the leash, and the collar, and everything like that. But uh, the girl I brought, uh, Sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is the one who I learned a lot about that type of lifestyle from was from was from her man and it i mean it led me down a path and it's funny because uh i brought her to tim and trisha's at one time Mm. and we were down there and she's the first girl i never thought i could put my hand on a girl Mm. i was like the only way i'll ever be able to hit a woman is if she spit on me Mm. (laughs) but then i was like I, i i she led me down that road and i'll never forget uh and this goes back to the original question at one point uh I never saw myself as somebody that could be like, oh, I can't share. Mm-hmm. But I had her on a leash, and we went to a club, and I'm like, yo, come on, you, 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 let's go. You can fuck her. You come on, fuck her. And to see how happy that made her, man. Mm-hmm. She was so happy, and it made me feel good. I was like, I'm giving her everything she wants. But uh, go to go back, transition back to what you said, um, when we went to the party, she was like, okay, now we can't do things here that we do and right. you know, because some people are not down with that, you know. So I've always been cautious of that type of thing. And we were there once at, at Tim and Trisha's and I hit her so hard. And you know, she was the first person I've ever seen with that piercing here up above the right. the uh, I what I can't remember what I they can't call think of the name, but I know what you're talking Maryland about. Manson, but you know, yeah. for the listeners up under the nose up yeah. on that upper upper piercing. Um and and I hit her so hard. She said you slapped my piercing out, and I saw stars and shit. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She said, don't apologize. I fucking loved it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and, you know, and, and again, seeing how she got off from that, man, mm. it was like, 
it, it just made me feel good. But I, I love sharing women now, man. I'm, yeah. I'm like, like I hit up some people yesterday. Hey, man, we need some guys up in the room, blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, we going up to the room. Why don't you come on, man? I, I enjoy sharing people now, man. It's not like you, like you said, Mike. It's not mine to share. I mean, not, not mine to keep. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like if I her mean, husband right. is cool with it. Yeah. Who am I to say I'm keeping yeah, it to you myself? Got, yeah, you, you know? got no ground yeah, to stand on. You got no ground on. to stand on. And, and that, plus the fact that, man, a lot of women, we know a lot of women that come here, don't matter, I could be the sexual demigod, man, mm-hmm. but a lot of these women can take oh. Oh, yeah. four or five. Yeah, it's, it's not a fair fight. Right. It's not a fair fight. When you get a woman and you unleash that part of her mm-hmm. and she sees what she's capable of, I, I always tell dudes who get into this rule number one about this lifestyle is you got to check your ego at the door. At right. the door. Right. Don't, you got to <laughs> check your ego at the door because you could give her, like you said, the the, the demigod dick. Yeah. And guess what? She's going to want some more. And, yep. if it's, and if it's not from you, <laughs> she's going to get it. She's going to get it. She's going to get it from somebody else. Yep. And, it, and it's she not a reflection on yep. you. It's not. It is not a reflection on you, your sexual prowess, how good you made her Don't feel. Matter. It's just bringing a knife to a gunfight. Yep. They, they, they're built different. You know I mean, like when we go to a party, I always say, like when I would host my parties, the way that I looked at it was as a guy, you go to a party, you have a sexual currency like you, that's in your pocket. And that sexual currency is how many nuts you got. Mm-hmm. Right. Every guy is different. Some guys are good for three. Some guys can go five, whatever. So my thing is I want to have enough women there that you want that catch your eye where you got hard decisions to make. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, right. I got four, and there's seven women here that I want. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, you was a kid, you had the, the coins in your hand, like, yep, the yep, store, yep. like, well, I can't buy everything that I want. <laughs> so which one to do? Like, I want to put, that's the position that I wanted to put right, you. That's the right. position that I wanted to put guys in. Women don't necessarily come to a party with that sexual mm-hmm. currency. If they see seven that they like. They can get that seven. They can get that seven. You know that's what I'm saying? Seven. And so it's like. I tell dudes all the time, like, it's not a reflection on you, man. Yeah. It's, you know, and you might be in a situation where you do your thing and you're in a group setting, the next dude that go, you might, man, that motherfucker can fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've picked up things from, from watching dudes. I've, yeah. I've been doing this a long time. I'm still picking up new shit. I had a situation Always, pop man. off a couple of weeks ago Always. where it was a group thing and, you know, we had music going and everything and we were talking about etiquette. And the dude was like, yeah, when I play in a group setting, I go one song. Like, I play, and once, like, as soon as a song, like, a song comes on, I'm playing. When that song goes off, I'll step aside and let the next man. I was like, damn, I never even Call it put it like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Like, a way to kind of keep time. Cause, you know, some dudes right. don't have gangbang etiquette. No, they don't. Nah, <laughs> no, I didn't ran across that. I didn't ran across that a few it's times. Like, damn, come on, man. Like, dude, this ain't, this ain't, this <laughs> right. ain't about, do you, you've been, this, right. It's been five, ten minutes. Like you just <laughs> right. like other dudes just standing there looking, you know. I've walked out on, on, on stuff like that too, man. Dude just hogging it and you yeah. just I'm just yeah. like, man, you know, I'm I will come back later. Like just because like you can fuck for thirty minutes, yeah. That's not the place for yeah. it. And right. you got to realize right. as well, she she wants more than just you. Yeah. Right. She don't just want you. If she wanted just you, she could say, Hey, let's get some one on one time. Yeah. She got five guys in the room for a reason. Yeah. Right. She wants right. all five of them. Mm-hmm. But um one thing I've learned, you know, from you know, my time and is to know you. And, and and that's another thing I think some of the fellas they 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 miss out on is understanding their self worth. Because we think about the ladies a lot and you forget yourself and you like, you know, I'm gonna fuck anything. And it's like, you know what, dude? No, respect yourself, know who you are, what your self worth is, 
you're going to have fun in any environment, right. no matter what. You know, at first, you know, you you didn't fuck somebody so good, and then, you know, she laying there, and then 10 minutes later, you see her in the lobby again. If you don't know your self-worth, you're going to be like, fuck, I must didn't do a good job, or damn, she, she ain't like me, or, or whatever. No, she's she's there for a reason, but you got to understand that, you know what, I'm good. I was in, you know, a little, you know, situation the other day. You know, we in the bed playing. It's like, you know, first it's me and her, but then somebody else come in and they doing their thing. I just laid there because I know me and her got a connection. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm, I know what I'm capable of. I'm not right. finna get all jealous or whatever. Yeah. He started doing this. I just laid there. Right. She look at me. I'm, I'm smiling. I'm having a good time watching her do what she got to do. And then later on, everybody left. She says, okay, now it's our time. Yeah. Right, right. And you know, but some guys, you know, but you, you got to know what you worth when you, you know what you bring to the table too. And then I think, a lot of people think that, you know, a lot of guys, I don't gonna say a lot, but there's some that feel I'm just a dick. I'm just a dick. No, you're more than that. Yeah. You're more than just, don't don't put yourself in a box where you just the cock and, and you nothing else. Mm-hmm. Because then you you kind of lose focus of the whole thing. You, what's the point of if I'm just going to fuck? I can just go down the street. I go pick up a chick and go fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm more than just, just my dick. Mm-hmm. And you got to, if I had that mindset, I won't get mad if I, See homeboy over here doing this thing. If you doing this thing, you do your thing. Hey, we all here. Do your thing. Have a good time. But at the same time, have some, you know what I'm saying? Have some respect about yourself. That and, uh, that that what you just said about I'm more than just a dick. You know, and, and as we've talked about, you know, I'm 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 laughing and joking all the damn time. Yeah. You know, and, and not everybody is about that. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody sees it. But then when they meet me, they say, "Oh, I see you just you just like to have fun." Mm-hmm. You know, so if if a person don't want to talk to me because they think I'm immature or childish, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, you know, I, I, not to say I'm that demigod or whatever, but, you know, I'm more than just a dick. And, and if you don't want to get to know me because you, you think go. I'm immature exactly. or childish, I, you know, there's other people who I can go and talk to. Yep. Yeah. You know, because I'm, I'm more than a dick. I'm more than just this, just this. And, and, and I'm going to continue to be myself and have fun, you know. So just a, a quick little aside, because I got something else that I want to get back to, but I'm just okay. kind of curious. We all have those, you know, friends we knew, whether it's neighborhood, high school, college, some cats was in the military or whatever, but basically the vanilla friends you had before you got into the lifestyle that you still hang with, kick it with. Do you have anybody in your vanilla life that you knew before the lifestyle that knows that you're in a lifestyle? And if you do, how do they, what, what kind of reaction do you get from them if it ever, if the topic ever comes up? And I see Mike is thinking about it, so I'm going to let Craig go ahead and answer it first. It's, it's, let me think. It's, let me funny. Think. it's funny. I got, I got one dude. Uh, actually, there's a couple people who transitioned from AOL over you know, they, they still may live a, a, a totally vanilla life, but there's one dude in particular he knows about a lot of stuff. And he got married and he can't, you know, if he was in there, if he was was not married, he'd be here with me and we'd be showing the fuck out. But he, he is in it. Uh, he knows about a lot of my stuff. I'll talk to him, text him a picture every now and then. He got to be really careful because he don't want his wife. To, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, don't text me at this time. Just, yeah. I just want to <laughs> see a picture. Put in a couple pumps for me. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a cool relationship. The funny thing, though, uh, I call him my stepbrother. Uh, I was in, uh, I took this girl down. To, he lives in Nashville. I took her down there. And uh, <laughs> she was at home getting ready, right? And, uh. He, he, we in the car, and he goes, hey, man, hey, man, why, why you ain't tell me? <laughs> I said, what? He said, why you ain't tell me? I'm like, tell you what? He goes, 
Why you ain't tell me, man? <laughs> tell you what? About Claudia. Claudia who? He goes, Claudia Marie. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he, saw, he saw a video that Claudia had put out mm. with me and her. And I mean, it had, at that point, we had. Was that, she was on Fet Life, right? Uh, was Cla- I don't know if Claudia was on Fet. But you know, I live in Vegas, so. And, and because I remember I had introduced you to somebody. And I couldn't remember her name. I'm wondering if that, because I remember you had a picture, you were like standing behind her and you had your dick like resting on her. And she had put it on her profile. No, no, no. That that thing you thinking about um, uh, a couple out of in chi- in Chicago. I can't get into who yeah. it was, but I, yeah, 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 yeah. It was. I think that was her. Um, I met Claudia, and ironically, the first girl that I fucked at the Red Rooster was Claudia. Oh, okay. And then we had set up a shoot, not to uh, a couple shoots after that, and everything. I hope she, that's her <laughs> lifestyle name because you just blast no, the names. Cla- oh no, Claudia Marie. <laughs> Claudia Marie. A lot of people will, will know Claudia Marie. She's a, a very. I mean, she's gotten. Very, 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 very large breast enhancements now. Oh, right. I know. Yep. I mean, back, back, mm-hmm. like uh, you remember watching the Jenny uh, Jones show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, That's that's how she is now. But no, nah, she's good. She um, she 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 is is no no government name. They good good with all of that. But yeah, man, it's been it's been interesting. I've been able to, and I guess that's kind of why I like having the the. Craig McKinney name as opposed to my vanilla name mm-hmm. because I can kind of keep all of that separate. Yeah, now, it exactly. has been a little bit of work because you know I got a lifestyle profile on Facebook and a yeah. vanilla profile. You got to be careful when you be responding to stuff. Like oh, that. I got I got it figured out, man. I got it figured out <coughs> on my phone. The app is the vanilla, mm-hmm. and the web page is ah, lifestyle. lifestyle. Okay, so it's able, I'm able to go back and forth, toggle back and forth without having to sign in and out. Mm-hmm. But I've been pretty good with that. So yeah, yeah okay. But yeah, it's, it's been interesting, man. The one dude, it was it was great that he, you know, I have a way to to talk and call him and be like, yo, man, yeah, I'm at Splash Smoke. I'm doing this, blah blah blah. He's like, man, you lucky motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's interesting, I, and I'm I'm still giving you time to think. You know what I'm saying? But um. It's funny to see how they react sometimes. Because sometimes the streams will cross. I'm a, I'm a big yeah. Ghostbusters fan, so I'm always using the phrase, like, I don't cross the streams. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but every once in a while, you know, like I had, I came to Splash early last year, Splash in Atlanta, and I had a young lady with me. And and I used to live in Atlanta, so I still got some, you know, some boys down here and shit. So, like, I, you know, I asked her, I was like, yo, you want me to, you know, get a couple dudes together. She was like, yeah. I was like, well, these are vanilla dudes. They're friends of mine if they vanilla dudes. She was like, I'm cool with it. So, I, you know, I bring them over. And, and it's funny just the questions they ask you, like, yo, do I, I got to right. say anything to her? Do I got to, like. Right, <laughs> right. Like, they so, they so used to yeah, yep, exactly. doing things that way. And I'm like, nah, she with it. I mean, like, nah, it's all good. I think it, it blows their mind. Yeah. Man, and, yeah. and I remember the, the, when I told you that first experience that I had with a, a, a cuckold couple, I remember being on the drive home, being on the phone with my cousin. And we, like, grew up together, so we, like, brothers and shit. And I'll never forget this. He was, like, you wasn't, like, I was, you know, I was telling him, he was, like, what well, a husband done. I was, like, well, you know, he was there watching or whatever. He was, like, you wasn't, you wasn't scared? And at first when he said it, I'm, like, what the? I was, like, scared of what? He, he was, like, that he was going to, like, want to fight you or, like, jump you or something. I'm, like, dude, I didn't break in his house and start <laughs> yeah, like, he, he invited me in. But it just, the, the mindset. That because they think I know what I would do if another dude was fucking my girl, yeah, right, right. And they, you know, they project that mm-hmm, onto mm-hmm. that scenario, so they they can't even fathom watching that, yeah. Like right. somebody being okay with watching that go down, watching the dude beat the brakes off his wife, basically, basically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
So it's it's interesting to see how people react. So I'll put that yeah. question to you. Do you have anybody that you so do pre lifestyle nah, nah, yeah, that, so, that knows? Yeah. That you so uh, like I said, I always been a little horn dog. But yeah. I, I got a female friend. She's uh, out in California, um, and I knew her before I got into the lifestyle, and um, we still talk today. We um, and she's married now, mm-hmm. but before she got married. You know, she started following me on, now this is AFF, you know. Yeah. And she got a profile on there. Mm-hmm. So I say, when the hell did you get a profile <laughs> on AFF? But then she started seeing some of the posts mm-hmm. and some of the pictures. She's like, why you got to picture all these women? Who is this? Who is that? What, wait, what are you doing? What is this? And I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you on AFS? She's like, yeah, but it's just me. It's just pictures of me. Like, you got all kind of shit up here. And I'm like, well, you know, I started doing it. She's like, for real? Like, that's what you're really doing right now? So, but hers turned into a little bit of jealousy mm-hmm. because we used to talk. Right. And she's like, and then she still want to hook up. It's weird. It's so weird. She was like, well, I wanted to see you, but I don't look like those women. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see the pictures of women you with. They're like super, all this other stuff. Yeah. I say, listen here. And people always ask, well, what's your type? I don't have a type. Mm-hmm. Nah, me neither. My type is be sexy in who you are. Mm-hmm. You can be a BBW. You can be fucking five foot two, weigh 110 pounds. You can be anywhere in between. Mm-hmm. If you got that sexiness about you to carry yourself a certain way, you tell me that I like you. Prove to me that you are sexy. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to find the sexiness in you. You or you should already protrude that. Mm-hmm. So, but she, she was like, "Well, no, they don't look like me." And I'm like, "It ain't about that." Mm-hmm. Like, but so that's the one person. That's the only person that has ever crossed paths. And she seen that. And then she saw my Twitter, and that's just recently. Yeah. So she hit me up like <laughs> six months ago. I'm six months ago. I'm like a little while. Ago. So. What is this? <laughs> I was like, I told you before, this is what it is. But, but in all, you know, honestly, she still wants to be friends. Right. She right. still, because we had that relationship beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to lose, like, I got some good vanilla friends. Right. right. And it's not the fact that I'm afraid of them finding out. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that I got to sit here and explain <laughs> 10, 15 years yeah. of how I got from here, <laughs> all the way. And, they go, and then now every time we come together, they're going to ask her. You know, now they want to follow you. And I was like, listen here, I try to keep my, my, this life separate. So a lot of right. times I have friends where I'm at in Virginia, they want to come to the house. I like to keep my house as my sanctuary. That's just me. It's just I got, I like to keep it separate. Mm. I, I need my peace, but at the same time, I love the lifestyle. But I, I like to keep them separate. Because yes. when they start blending together, I don't want to, you know, bring one into the other. Because then you play, it's a thin line. Yeah. It's a real thin line. And um, I've been able to do it so far. Yeah. But yeah. Um, my my thing is, as you put yourself, which I've been doing now, you know, I got my logo. I got my Twitter going. I got more. As you put yourself out there more, you run the risk. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's right. it's, it's it's definitely a risk. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I'm I'm fond of saying is I'm an outlier. Even with all of these lifestyle people, you, you start to see you I'm I'm starting to see it more as OnlyFans has gotten more popular. But I'm an outlier in the sense of usually your life, you have your social life, you have your family life, you have your professional life, which is your your career, right. and then the lifestyle might be like over here. I mean, so all those three are your vanilla, and then you got your your lifestyle. I don't have a vanilla component 
to my life. Like my home life, I, I live with, I live in a polydynamic. I live with two women. I've lived with two women for 10 years. Like we were in the same house every day. You know, I mean, you know, you know, my slaves right. got a daughter that was 10 when I met her and now she's 20. I mean, I, so that's my baby girl. You know what I'm saying? So my home life is lifestyle yeah. every day. You know what I'm saying? My social life, every friend that I've made in the past 12 years are all lifestyle people. Right, right. And that's how I want it. You know what I'm saying? I still have my cats I went to high school with, cats I went to college with. And and it's not a secret because like you, I was I was a horned dog. I was the guy that had always had the porno magazines back <laughs> in the day. You know what I mean? So it's no surprise to anybody yeah. that I wound up over here. They're like, oh yeah, Mike was, yeah. I, I, like I was a dude. Like people would come to me. Like I was like the library. Like motherfuckers would check it out. Well, you, you ain't giving me back the other one yet. Like I said, I went to a boarding school. So it's just dudes. Like it was a, and it was all guys. So we there all week. You know what I mean, so I had the stash. You know I mean, I trying to keep track of who got what. <laughs> like, nah, you, you still got that one. I need that penthouse back before I can give you this this cherry. Cherry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know so, and then my professional life. You know, I do my podcast and I have the website that I'm building. So, all of those phases that normally would be vanilla for people, yeah, each yeah. one of them is like lifestyle. But I understand that I'm an outlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so I don't. I understand that most people have vanilla aspects of their life. Right. And I always try to keep that in mind. Like I know everybody can't can't be out there. Like for me, like my mom and my sister know what I do. That's good. That's what's up, though. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is I don't give a fuck about what anybody else thinks. Right. Because they know. Yep. Right. I mean, I can remember my mom coming and spending Christmas with us one year. And the first time she heard my slave call me daddy, you know, she kind of. <laughs> like, the, like, like the look was like, oh, it's like that, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or oh, you got, you got it like that. You know what I'm saying? And I've told people this before. In a weird sort of way, I think my mom is proud of the fact that I live with two women. Like when I say proud, it's like most motherfuckers got trouble keeping one woman happy. My baby got two. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And my mom has always been like crazy supportive of me and everything like that. You know what I mean, she's never made me feel bad for any of the choices that right, I've made. Right. She's like, yo, as long as you're happy, do you. She's never been one of those do what I want you to do mm-hmm. kind of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that has definitely, like having their love and support right. definitely makes it easier to have this attitude of I don't give a fuck with anybody else. And when you right. got your mom in your corner. Yeah, you don't need nobody else. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why am I going to worry about what you say? When the woman that gave me life, yeah, because that's your support. That's your support right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know if my if my mother found out what I was doing, and it's not like I'm I'm hiding it. Yeah, 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 OnlyFans now, yeah, minivids. So I mean, if some if she finds out by some way, I don't think she would be. She wouldn't disown me and shit like that. You know, just gotta explain it. You just gotta tell. Oh no, there's gonna gonna be some head shaking. Like, boy, yeah, how'd you get down this? You need to go to church. Come on, go to church. I raised you better than that. I think she would just be like, you know, whatever, if whatever you want to do, whatever makes yeah. you happy, you know, and, and, and it's like we were talking about with people being out. It's like, listen, my love for you ain't going to stop. Yeah. You know, I love you. You, my son, you're a good kid. So I think she'll be, she wouldn't be, she, I, I think it, I, I, heartbroken, you know, I don't, I don't think she would be heartbroken, yeah. but it'd be just like, the, it's your life. Yeah. You know, you live it how you want to do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I always get a lot of like guys that are new to the lifestyle that listen to the podcast, especially these episodes, because they get to hear experienced guys. And I'm like, I'm very picky about, and this is just me. I'm very picky about 
who I have on these particular segments, and here's why. Like I, I ref, like I said, I call them my China Shop episodes, as in Bull in the China Shop. I mean, right. in my conversation with with Bulls, right? Because I know what's going to happen when this episode, when these episodes are released, and you're going to see it too. Like like as much as you're out there, you're going to notice an uptick. Like you're going to be getting messages like, "Oh, we heard you want to." On the podcast, you know, right. we're going to be in so and so. We heard you mention that you're in VA. Would you be willing to come to DC or, or whatever? Like, people yeah, yeah. are going to start to hit you up because they heard you on this. So, much like you said earlier, how when you recommend a guy to a couple, you tell him, like, look, that's my name you repping. Right. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I'm really careful about who I shine that light on right. because right. I know what's going to happen. It's like Oprah with the book club. When, when they, <laughs> you could be a good a good author, but as soon as you know, Oprah, Oprah puts you out right. there, your right. sales yeah, won't you go, go on. Yeah, Oprah's the album. I'm saying you're going to notice an uptick. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I had a situation when I first started doing these where I didn't put that kind of attention into it. And what wound up happening is I started hearing things about a guy who I had had on my show. And that bothered me. Right. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because I had a couple come up to me last night. And what his, him and his wife do is they listen to these episodes and then they seek those guys out. He's like, yeah, she's had three of them so far. <laughs> wow. Like they, they seek the guys out that have been on the show yeah, because they, yeah. in their mind, hey, these guys have already been vetted. We can right. hear their story. They're good guys. Y'all become like a known commodity. Right. You know what I'm saying? People hear you. They hear your personality come out and they, they feel safe and comfortable approaching you. And also I understand the, um, I'm not gonna say uh, the responsibility, but it is, I guess, a responsibility in the sense that they're looking at it like, well, hey, if Mike had him on the show, they must be good people. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I take that seriously. So I'm really careful about who I invite to sit, you know what I'm saying, in those chairs. And I don't mean to slight anybody, you know what I'm saying? But my thing is, I'm watching you. Like, you don't even know I'm watching exactly. you, but I'm right. watching you. I'm yep. watching how you are in chat rooms. I'm watching how you are in group settings. I'm watching how you interact with other guys. I'm watching how you interact with couples. Like, I'm paying attention. So by the time I get to the point where I'm like, yeah, I want you to sit in that chair, I've basically studied you. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to have a repeat of what happened before, you know what I'm saying, yeah. where I didn't do my due diligence. Right. You know what, Mike? I appreciate that because I remember I was talking to you in – Houston, Fort Lauderdale. I can't. Like, one, I think it might have been Florida. One, yeah, Florida. Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, Mike," I said. I even told you. I said, yeah. I'm, "I'm offended." I yeah, said, I'm I, remember offended. That, I remember that conversation. I said, you know, and you said that. You said, "I have studied you long enough. I've watched you long enough, and I see the type of guy you are. I have you on the show." That's what you said because you know I was just joking around. You know, I feel you. But at the I same feel- time. You're true to what you say. Yeah. You're not going to say one thing to one person and not say it to the next person. You're like, you know what? I need more time. I need, I need to see who you are over a period of time. Because mm-hmm. like you said, you got a name to protect. You know, you recommend somebody, and, and then next thing you know, they're out there doing something. And then they'll be like, damn, might just let anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what, what, what's his judge of character, you know? And then now, they question who you are. So I appreciate that. I appreciate it a lot. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, and it's like, I do, like, every guy that I have sit in that chair. I mean, I, I think very highly of all of y'all. I mean, like, all of y'all got your own style. All of y'all got your own way of doing it. You know what I'm saying? But y'all are all good dudes. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I said, I, I, I pay attention to the way y'all treat people. I pay attention to the way people 
talk about you when your name right, comes right. up. And I understand there's going to be some haters. Always. You know I mean? Always. That's like, I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention to that shit. I'm not, I don't get caught up in, oh, well, this, I'm like, okay, yeah, they probably feel a certain kind of way. And even, even it's even going to be that way with couples sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes a wife feels a certain kind of way and you can't be what she wants you to be and they're going to be bitter. Yeah. It happens. You 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 can't be in this lifestyle and not encounter that at least once. Yeah, it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying it's 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 it's, it's gonna happen. But kind of on that same note, because like I said, I get a lot of guys that that listen to this and they're, and they're still trying to find their way and they they want to be good bulls. Like right. they want to be that type of guy that couples are seeking out. Right, right. You know what I'm saying. And so I, what I, what I want to pose to you two brothers is um in a quick snapshot. What is some of the like the valuable pieces of advice you could give to a new guy who's just starting to find his way? Because like you say, when you got into this, none of this existed. Right. right. For all of us, it was trial and error. Right. Maybe we, you, you know you were fortunate enough to get an old head who right. kind of schooled you. That's you know what I was blessed with. You know he said he had a, a woman in his life. I haven't heard you speak with anybody, so it might have just been you. It might have just been lone wolfing from the that's beginning. That's what us. Yeah. That's and what like, us. So. But now you have these different things available. So now that new guy can listen to an experienced guy like yourself, an experienced guy like yourself. So what would you say to them? Like what would be a quick kind of like five minute like, yo, take these words to heart because they will make your journey a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. So, Craig, I'll start I, with you. <clears throat> I tell people, yo, um, I – I mean, obviously, this comes up a lot in, in some of the yeah. chats in different places. My biggest thing is I tell people, if you wouldn't do it in a vanilla setting, why would you do it in a lifestyle setting? You know what I mean by that? Yeah, if I just like, give an example what, what, I, what I mean by that is you wouldn't just walk up to a woman out here at the pool and, and start touching her. Mm. You know, so just because we're in a lifestyle setting where there's sex going on all over the hotel and it's, it's consensual non-monogamy, you wouldn't just walk up to somebody and treat them that way. Mm. Be the same person outside, I mean, inside the lifestyle that you are outside the lifestyle. The one thing is, is I've always, um, I was with a friend of mine uh, a week and a half ago, and she said, do you know how many women you have gotten just because you're a respectful person? I was like, Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm. Um, I always have to, I, I always try to hold myself up with integrity and be a man of my word. Mm. And, and if I say it, I'm going to do it. You know, um, obviously, when you set a date, everything ain't always going to go right. A hundred percent of the time, it's not going to go right. Yo. But just be a, a man about it. Say, listen, something came up. I hate to really have to do this. If I can make it up to you in some way, let me do that, please. You know, but... Just just be a man of your word about things, have character and integrity, and everything will fall into place. Because this is one of the biggest things about this lifestyle. Word gets around. Uh-huh. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. talk about how, how small it is, but with, with Telegram now, with, with Facebook, with Twitter, the, uh, social media is a huge thing, man. Mm -hmm. And word will get around. Mm -hmm. It travels fast. And, and the, more, the more times you hold yourself up with, with integrity and character, the more people are going to find out about it. Yep. You know? and, yep. and, 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 and the better your name is, and like you said, there's people, well, I don't know Craig that well, but I never heard anybody say anything bad about him. 
you know, or or if this person says something wrong about him, there's people uh, it happened in in Fort Lauderdale a couple years ago. Somebody came to me and said, "Oh, I don't like him. He did this," and it was like, "Well, you may not know the story behind it," mm-hmm. you know. So your name will precede you in anything that you do, mm-hmm. and and so again, be, be you, mindful of what you're putting out there. Right, right, and and just like with your podcast, you want to make sure you get the the right people to do it, y'all, and and. Couples are going to do their due diligence and vetting, you know, and it will happen like what, what happened with you where people will go out and just find somebody. But for the most part, man, a lot of these couples talk mm-hmm. and you hold yourself up in, in high standard and you'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. How about you, brother Mike? You got five minutes to kind of speak to the young ones out there. That's I trying say to be- uh, use your resources. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. too many resources. I always tell people, you know, and some of the old heads, they get mad. Like, was one group, they were like, man, the, the newbies were doing this. I said, did you forget one time you was a newbie? Mm-hmm. Right. You got to be the one to take them up under your wing and say, hey, man, stop following this one girl around all weekend long. That ain't, listen here. If she wants you, she going to have you. Mm-hmm. But if she see you following you or her around the whole time, you just lost any chance yeah, you I, had of being with her. Yeah, use I your resources. Puppy, puppy dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. Use your resources. Talk to people. Ask questions. Because you going in, like me, I was going in, at, you know, but I, my personality is different. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't mind walking to the people, talking to them, starting conversations. And like you said, Craig, be, you know, be genuine. Right. You can't be one person in this life. And then be another, because then you got to compete with your own personalities, mm-hmm. and then you you start yeah, mixing yeah, things you up. You, you didn't get lost, and you didn't lost who you are. Yeah, like, you what am I keep doing? Up with the lie, yeah. Man. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly, you can't keep up with it. So be you, inside and outside. But if you're an asshole, you need to change. Yeah. Number one, um, use your resources, and a lot of guys, I tell them, remember this is a lifestyle. You know, we've had individuals come to you know events. They don't understand this is a lifestyle. Right. They think, oh, it's just fucking. No, mm-hmm. this is a lifestyle. This is a dynamic. It's mm-hmm. not just about the sex. I can come here, come to an event, sleep with two, three people, and had the best time of my life. It's an enhancement. There you go. Mm-hmm. I sit out there I talk, at the pool, talk to people. Right. I go over here, drink, dance, and have a good time. I don't need the sex. The sex is the additional part to it. Right. So understand that like, you may come to an event and not sleep with anybody. But you got to be okay with that mm-hmm. and understand. And over time, it'll change. Just get in, enjoy the 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 the, the entire you know mm-hmm. scenario. Don't come just looking for sex. Yeah. Don't just come looking for. Meet guys, make those that brotherhood work. Talk to talk to the husbands. Make Build those relationships. Make those connections. Don't just walk up and if you don't feel like oh I'm about this gonna lead to sex. All right, I'm gonna talk. To you. Just talk. And don't always go up talking about now. If they change the conversation to sex, then yeah. roll with it. Absolutely. But don't roll up talking about, yeah, hey, yeah, man, you look good. No, that's not, that's, this ain't, like you said, this ain't high school. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to pick you up and try to take you and go, you know, quick bang. No. Mm. You know, now, and sometimes you may have that, hey, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Yeah. Hey, come on. But well, it's going to be some dudes experiencing that tonight. I would say splash oh, yeah. Saturday night. <laughs> oh, yeah, on Saturday <laughs> night get crazy. The women, they, they take it up. A notch, a notch. Level. another notch. But yeah, that's what I would say to the go young cats, man. Just use yeah. your resources, be you, um, understand it is a lifestyle. Ask don't questions. just yeah, ask questions. Ask questions. Because you don't know everything. Yeah. Right. You don't don't come in thinking, and then don't come in with the big head. You right. may be right. like I right. always tell people: it's like college basketball, or college sports. You may have been the top recruit mm-hmm. at LSU or whatever college. You make it to the NBA or NFL. 
Dude, everybody else is on that same level. Right. Yeah. So you may everybody have been, was the shit. Yeah, everybody was the shit. So when you get here and you get your ego bust, and then all of a sudden, oh man, fuck that. That ain't about no. Come in, even kill. I'm here I'm to learn. Good. I'm here to learn. And once you learn and you get, you know, accustomed to stuff like that, like you said, your name get out there. People's yeah. like, hey, and you know Mike, you know Craig, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then people start looking for you. Hey, I mean, it's a couple of people here that somebody from Houston said, hey, when you get there, Go find Mike. Right. Go find right. Mike. You go. You know. Go get a drink at the room. Yeah. Go. Go chat it up with him. Or whatever. Good. He's good people. And then that's how you get there because when I first started this, ain't nobody recommend me. Nobody. I fucking don't even know who the fuck is Mike. Who's this dude? No, exactly. like, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I would say to the to the new kids. Uh, to, to, to kind of build on 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 what you said before we get out of here, I think patience. Exactly. Because what I learned quickly, getting into this is um. The concept of having stuff on the back burner. Mm-hmm. I mean, like in, in my mind, it's like a big ass stove and it's just a bunch of pots on the back burner. Like, I'm sure you've been in this where there's a couple, you started talking to them maybe a couple years ago and just kept it cool and friendly and, you know, you let them know that you was interested, but, you know, timing didn't work out or whatever. And next thing you know, a couple years later, either they in town or you run into them somewhere and that pot that was on a low simmer before. Now it's at the front, <laughs> the front. on a rapid boil. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But when you start to get to the point where you've got so many things on the back burner, you're going to have different things coming to the front. So it's going to feel like things are always popping up, but that's because of the work that you put in right. Exactly. Right. months and years ago. Analogy, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That all those things are simmering, and now they're all starting to, and then, like you said, they start to it's talk and tell people, and then you getting hit up, and you getting messages, and, yo, so-and-so gave me your number, or, or somebody hit you up, yo, is it cool if I give your number yep. to somebody? Yep, exactly. Yep. So it's, it's definitely some good things that were said, man, and like I said, you know, hopefully the cats that want to learn, back to what you said about resources, this is a resource. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know I mean, this is a resource. So I want to thank y'all cats for being on, man means a lot to me. Let us drop some plugs, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Like I said, I, you know, for me personally, like I said, I like to focus on the journey. I like to make people interested in you. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, we like Craig. Oh, Craig has an OnlyFans. As opposed to, yeah, I got on the show with me today, Craig, who has an OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. like, like I want people to, to hear from you first and then let them discover that, oh, he also does this, because right. that's not who you are. You know what I'm saying? That's just a part I'm of it. I'm not just a dick. I'm yeah. not just a dick. <laughs> so go ahead, man. Get your, get your plug in, brother. Get your plug in. How can people find you on social media and uh, lifestyle sites and whatnot? Social media, I've been a lot more active on Twitter lately. Uh, most of my stuff is all the same. If you look on SDC, S-Z-C, mm-hmm. uh, it's Miss the East Coast, M-I-S-S-D-A, East Coast. Um you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working with Tom's Trips now, mm-hmm. doing trips to Hito. Um, I got a BBC week coming up, probably going to be next year, waiting for a solid date for that before right. we start putting a whole lot of stuff out. But I'll uh, be doing that. Uh, OnlyFans, Minivids. On OnlyFans is Craig McKinney. Uh, Minivids is, is, is Mr. East Coast as well. That's what's up. That's what's up. And how about you, brother? How can people find you, know, you on Lifestyle sites? Yeah, yeah so media? Uh, I've been like... Recently doing the Twitter thing too, so uh, the Mike Jones seven nine. That's uh, most places you can find me at. But if you follow my Twitter, mm-hmm. all the other pages, that, it'll lead you to where you need to go. So yeah, 
Look now you got you got you got to tell the people like I said when I first came across you know the, the black to white <laughs> I got black to white but all, I put it all on my Twitter now because it's so hard to yeah. keep up with now so I had right. different pro- but most places is a uh, big black dick but dick is spelled <laughs> yeah, dick he is spelled is without a black dick yeah <laughs> the dick is spelled without the C so it's D I K so uh, you can find me that way too but um, yeah it's, it's been good man I appreciate yeah. you having me on the show yeah, man I appreciate yeah it, man. It's, it's been good it's times. been a long time coming because we, I know we had talked about this yeah. for a while. We never did it, but it's oh, been absolutely. a good day. This has been a good session, I think. Man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Man, I, like I said, I, I I love doing these. I I learn more about all y'all cats when I get to sit you in the chair because I get to ask questions that I've been curious about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying as as far as certain things. So it's 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 definitely a real joy to me. I mean, to be able to shine light on the dudes who I feel like deserve to have that light shine on. And I know some Appreciate people may it, look man. at me and be like, well, who does he to regulate who get the hey, man? Appreciate I'll, it. It's my show. I Yo, can show. do it. This, this, this is my house. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's why I want to shine the light on. So with, with all that being said, you know I mean, I just want to give a quick shout out to my Patreon supporters. Y'all know that without y'all, I wouldn't be able to do this. So from the bottom of my heart, thank y'all. Like I said, I wouldn't be able to come to events like Splash and kick it with these cool people if it wasn't for your support. You know, for the people who aren't yet Patreon supporters, Maybe this would be the episode to make you say, you know what, we like what that Michael C. guy is doing. We want to see him continue to be successful and keep doing what he's doing, uh, and, and, and you'll come sign up. So with that being said, I'm your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklers podcast, and I'll see you when I see you. Peace. <laughs>